Hello, and welcome to episode 9 of the Promenade Podcast. This is our STLV 2018 preview show. I'm your host, Robert Reyes. Now, for some of you, this is probably your first time listening to me. For others of you, you're probably wondering where I have been. And let me address that first. So I do apologize for that. It has been several months since our last show. And unfortunately, my personal life and my work life got in the way. Um, things that I have no control over. So it kind of limited when and how I could podcast. So one things are starting to settle back into a more normal-ish type schedule. So starting... In a couple of weeks, we'll be doing our STOV 2018 episodes. And then after that, we'll be dropping episodes every week with guests. That is the go. So I do apologize. I'd like to thank everyone who has stuck with us so far. Um, There are many ways to follow the show, actually. You can follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just look for the Promenade Podcast. If you're on Twitter, you can follow us on Twitter at Promenade Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at Promenade Podcast as well. As I said, um, we will be covering STLV, the DS9 25th. Also, as far as I know, there are no events scheduled for this, but it will also be the animated series 45th anniversary. Um, I know for some fans, the animated series is a bit of a contentious issue. Uh, but given that Mores and Drax have their own Hallmark ornaments now, and the characters are playable characters in Star Trek timelines, we're all going to have to just let it go <laughs> how we feel about the animated series. And if you still have strong issues, I highly recommend going back and downloading the episodes of Mission Log over at the Roddenberry Podcasting Network. Um, I'm not getting paid to advertise that. I just want to mention that. Um, and they, they're, they're going through all of the series, starting with TOS. They're currently on Deep Space Nine, but they did spend, after they were done doing TOS and all the TOS movies... They did the animated series. So I do recommend you listening to those episodes of the Mission Log podcast. And they may change your mind about how you feel about the animated series. Because going in, they had a preconceived notion. And then coming out, they realized that they were still trying to do Star Trek. They were just doing it in a half-hour animated format. Now... STLV 2018 will be starting next week on August 1st, going through August 5th at the Rio Las Vegas Hotel and Casino. So let us go through all of that. What we do know for sure at this time is about 98% of the cast of Star Trek Discovery will be there. The only person who will not be there 
um, is Michelle Yeoh, as far as I know, as of right now, me recording this, she is not listed as appearing at STLV, but everyone else will be there. Sonequa Martin-Green, Mary Wiseman, Paul, um, sorry, not Paul, I was going to call him Paul Stamets, um, the actor that plays Paul Stamets, it's a huge deal, everyone will be there this year, so we're just going to give you some highlights of what will be going on at STLV. So in terms of guests, the guest list as of me looking at it currently is 139 guests and counting. That may change. So here it is. Um, Sonequa Martin-Green, who was the mystery guest. Anthony Rapp, Doug Jones, Sharad Latif, Mary Wiseman, Anson Mount, who's playing Captain Pike in Season 2, Jason Isaacs, Rain Wilson, a lot of the James Frayne, a lot of the actors that were bridge crew, yet I think that I say Jane Brooke, Admiral Cornwell. So it's a huge deal for everyone involved because we are really in uncharted waters in terms of STLV and let me explain what I what I mean by that. Enterprise went off the air in 2005. So there was this huge 12-year period where there was no televised Star Trek. We had the JJ movies in 2000 starting in 2009, but those are movies, those weren't weekly series. We went through this 12-year period where there was no Star Trek on television. And during that 12-year period, the entire landscape of television has changed. And one of the biggest things would be that a lot of us don't even watch TV on a TV anymore. We're streaming everything on a device such as a tablet or a phone. Or if we want to be fancy, we do have it. We do have something hooked up to a TV or a monitor and we're watching it that way. And given that Discovery is available on CBS All Access, which I'll get to that, I have no issues with CBS All Access. Other people I know do. So we'll get to that. So because they're on CBS All Access, they no longer are sort of like pigeonholed. Pigeonholed is the wrong word. The They're no longer sort of like forced to write a 44-minute episode because an hour-long series would be 44 minutes and the other 16 minutes would be commercials, promos, other things. So now the episodes can run longer because we did have a, a... I think we had an episode that went a little over an hour, I want to say. So there's this freedom now where they have more time to do the episodes, one. Two, they now are on a platform where FCC guidelines don't apply for the most part, meaning they can be f more free with the language they use. And as we all know, I think a lot of people are going to go up to Mary Wiseman and probably say her catchphrase from season one. I know I would if I ran into her. And I said, we're just, if everything, we're in this weird period right now. So we have Discovery on CBS All Access... So, as I said, everything had changed, and in that sort of like 12-year period, we now have serialized stuff. We have Game of Thrones on HBO, Netflix has risen, so we now have House of Cards and Stranger Things on Netflix. So, we've now gone 
from it being a 22-episode season to maybe 10, 12 episodes a season. So we're now going with one overarching story arc throughout. So there won't be as many standalone episodes. I mean, we did have a standalone episode in season one. Magic to make the sanest man go crazy. I think that's the episode. The the second Harry Mudd episode. It's going to be a huge deal. It's going to be interesting because you're going to have the people cosplaying Discovery stuff. And there may be people who... I guess we're going to have to get into that. So earlier when I was talking about CBS All Access, Star Trek Discovery has sort of caused this animus among the fans. I want to say, is that the right word? And I say that because you have the people who are okay with paying $5.99, $9.99 a month for CBS All Access. So they have access to not only Discovery, but to unmastered episodes of the original series, the animated series, unmastered episodes of TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise. I say unmastered because for whatever reason, CBS All Access has the unmastered stuff. I don't know why. Then you have the people that are anti-CBS All Access. Well, they're either anti-CBS All Access or they're now anti-Discovery. Because there are people that do not consider Discovery to be true Star Trek. So I honestly don't know what they consider true Star Trek to be. Whether it be canon issues um, with the way the Klingons look, or the technology of the ships, or the uniforms, or the fact they actually have to pay to see episodes of a new Star Trek series versus it always being on free TV. There's that. People who don't like it because it's too dark for their liking. Either it's literally too dark, you can't see anything, or it's dark in tone and we've lost the optimism, which is true because there's an article that I read online that said the Govery sacrificed idealism for realism in the era that we live in. So you have to take that for what it's worth. So because of that, you're now going to have people who they are not fans of Discovery for all these various reasons, who have now propped up the Orville, saying that it's more Star Trek than Discovery. Now you're probably going, why are you going on this sort of like rant? Well, because we're going to see this happen at STLV. Now some people may be cool with it, but you're going to get people who aren't going to be cool with it. So you're going to have the people that are upset for all those various reasons for Discovery, and so they've decided to be pro-Orville. Nothing wrong with the Orville. It's an enjoyable show. For people who don't like the Orville, who haven't seen the Orville, I just, all I can say is if you're familiar with Seth MacFarlane's brand of humor, then having that mindset going in, you'll be fine. Because it took them a couple of episodes to get the right balance between comedy and drama. And they did do some really good episodes about a girl, majority rule, great episodes. So you're probably going to see people cosplaying Orville stuff. Also, because <laughs> 2017 will go down as the year of the three Star Trek, you had Discovery premiering on CBS All Access, 
you had the Orville premiering on Fox, and then in December, the fourth season of the online series, what's now on Netflix now, the online series Black Mirror, uh, their season premiere was an episode entitled The USS Callister, which was an homage to TOS, and... It was very dark in theme and tone. Um, not dark like Discovery, but it was a whole other kind of dark. Um, that's you, you don't want to watch that with, with kids, because that'll screw them up. So you'll probably see people cosplaying that as well at STLV. So I'm just letting you know. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a West Side Quadrant type thing. We've got the Discoveries versus the Orvilles versus the Callisters. And me over here singing, Tonight, tonight, something, something, tonight. Da, 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 da. The world is just an address, something, 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 something. If you're upset about that, you can tweet me, you can email me, you can Instagram me, you can Facebook me. Because I'm not going to apologize for who I am. Let us see what is actually happening at STLV as of right now. A lot of the big name Trek stars will be there. Um, Jonathan Frakes will be there this year, but Patrick Stewart will not. So when we go to events on the website, Tuesday night, the night before the convention, July 31st, will be the pre-registration and vendor preview night. So what that means is that starting at 11 a.m., they will allow ticket holders who have either gold, captain's chair, copper, or general admission full weekend to start pre-registering and getting their credentials and whatever else is included with that level ticket they had bought. Starting at 11 a.m., gold patrons can get their tickets from 11 to 12.30. Starting at 12.30, captain's chairs may also start pre-registering. 2.30 coppers can pre-register with the gold in the captain's chair. Starting at 4.30, general admission full weekend pre-register with the gold captain's chairs and coppers. And the vendor room then opens up, so they're doing this in shift. So from 6 to 6.45, the vendor's room will only be open for gold. Then at 6, 6.45 to 7.30, golden captain's chairs. At 7.30, they're going to allow coppers in. And then at 8.15 till it closes at 11.30, everyone, gold captain's chair, copper, and general admission weekend will be able to preview the vendor's room. Now, if you're buying individual day tickets, you will not be able to participate in this. As of right now, it looks like the actual convention schedule proper will not be available till sometime late in the afternoon... Pacific Daylight Time on Tuesday, July 31st. As of right now, everything is up in the air. We don't know who's doing what when or with whom. We just know it is happening. There are a lot of things that are announced that we can talk about. So if you're a gold or captain's chair ticket, you get a dinner party and on a respective night. Thursday is the gold package party. Friday night is the captain's chair party. And usually they have this up on the 50th floor at the Voodoo Steakhouse and Lounge. But this year, for whatever reason, whether it be people who have given negative feedback about how that setup was up there where you can never get any tape 
tables. They're moving it to the convention area proper, and it may or may not be because the entertainment this year is Joe Piscopo, who will be doing a 75-minute musical and comedy show featuring a 10-piece big band. So the way that's going to work is, in the DeForest Kelly Theater, there's a dividing wall that separates it from Quark's Bar. They're going to move that, and they're going to put tables in that whole area because there's an actual proper stage there in that room so people will be able to sit and enjoy this show. Now, if you'd like to participate in this, they still have tickets available. It's $199. Saturday night will be the Nevada Pops Orchestra doing their Star Trek concert live. Now, if you're a gold, a captain's chair, or a copper, this is included with your package. If you're a general admission weekend or doing day tickets, you have to buy this separately. And currently, the, that is $50 for Saturday night. And I would recommend going to this because you're going to have Dennis McCarthy doing the Deep Space Nine suite, because it is the Deep Space Nine 25th. You're going to have Michael Giacchino making his STLV debut, who'll be doing a suite from his score from both Star Trek Into Darkness and Star Trek Beyond. And also making his first appearance ever at STOV will be Jeff Russo, who will be doing a suite. I want to say suite because it says performance of his score. So I'm guessing he had the, he's, he's got a suite of music that he wrote for Star Trek Discovery. So this is going to be a huge night. And it looks like also we're going to have Grammy-winning soprano Ayana Haviv, who I guess will be singing something during the Star Trek Discovery portion of the concert. Okay, it says here that she's going to be performing an aria of the Cassadian Opera that we saw during the Stamets and Colbert scene in the Mycelium net Network. Like, or you, for those of you who don't remember, play the one I hate but he likes. That one. All right. Um, to reiterate, 98% of the cast of Discovery will be here. All of the main principals, Sonequa Martin-Green, Jason Isaacs, will be making his first STOV appearance. Hopefully, he enjoys this convention and he'll want to come back. Because I've heard what he said about Harry Potter fans at their convention. And I cannot repeat that quote. If you find someone in a red sweater they might be able to tell you the quote. Um, Doug Jones making his first STOV appearance. Mary Wiseman will be making her first STOV appearance. Um, Shazad Latif making his first STOV appearance. Anthony Rapp, who plays Paul Stamets, will be making his first STOV appearance. James Frain, who played Sarek, also first STOV appearance. Rain Wilson, who played Harry Mudd, first STOV appearance, and they got Anson Mount, who will be playing Christopher Pike in Season 2, because during San Diego Comic-Con last week, during the panel for Star Trek Discovery, they dropped the trailer for Season 2. So also returning this year will be Mary Chifo, who played Laurel, Wilson Cruz, who played Dr. Colbert, so I don't think they're going to be able to tell us how they bring him back in Season 2, 
but he'll get asked probably a lot of those questions. Um, also returning, let me do the returning because that's easier to do. Kenneth Mitchell, who plays Call. Um, Clint Howard, who played the creepy Orion in the season finale. All right, and then everyone else are going to be first-timers. Um, as I said, Jane Brooke, who played Admiral Cornwell. Emily Couts, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, who played... Um, Detmer, Sarah Michich, I think that's the correct pronunciation, who played Arium, the, not the robot head, but the metallic looking person, um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name, um, Sam Vartholomos, who played Dabney Connor, the guy that tried to kill who he thought was Mirror Michael Burnham, and some of the makeup and costume people. So this is going to be interesting. So I don't know if they're going to be doing what they did last year and going to be block, 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 block of discovery. Um, if you remember last year, the Wednesday, they decided to do all the discovery stuff and get it out of the way. So there was a four-hour block of all discovery panels. You had actors at, the, at one, then you had the writing team, then you had authors... Italian novels, then you had comics. I think that's how it went last year. Let's see now. Some new additions this year to enhance the convention experience. They will be having um, Emperor Giorgio's throne, as seen in Season 1 of Star Trek Discovery. Also, there will be an agonizer booth where you can take a photo. Returning will be the original series bridge, the Borg Regeneration cham Chamber, the 10 forward bar doesn't say the guardian of forever is going to be here oh, okay as of right now we don't know if the guardian of forever will be there yeah with sad news i have to report that for the second year in a row the house band will not be five-year mission i'm just saying you know if five-year mission isn't the house band at stlv did stlv really happen and if STLV really didn't happen, that would mean you would have to fly out of LAX. And everyone knows how I feel about LAX. So you can see five-year mission perform live, so you get your five-year mission fix. All right, um, we have the costume parade and contest, which will be taking place on Saturday. This year, they're going to be doing... Quark's Happy Hour with Chase Masterson, who will be doing, I guess, her cabaret show from 5 to 6. Wednesday through Sunday at Quark's Bar there at the CBS All Access stage. Sunday night, um, that's she's going to be doing again Sunday night as well, but that's going to be part of a paid event. And we'll, let's get to that right now then. So Sunday, they're going to be doing a very special screening of the episode Far, Far Beyond the Stars in the main room. And then afterwards, they're going to have a panel with some of the actors and the creative talents involved with the episode. So let me say this first. No, Avery Brooks will not be at STLV this year. For whatever reasons, he's decided he doesn't like doing conventions anymore. He also chose not to participate in the documentary for the 25th anniversary of Beach Space Nine called What We Left Behind. 
So those people who will be included in the panel will be Ira Stephen Bear, Sirach Lofton, Aaron Eisenberg, Jeffrey Coombs, Rene Abrigenois, Armin Shimmerman, Nana Visitor, Marco Limo, Terry Farrell, and J.G. Hertzler. Now, after this, they will be doing, they will be having an after-party mixer at Quark's Bar on Sunday. This is a separate ticketed event as well. So, as I said, Chase Madison will also be performing. So, if you want to see her, her cabaret act for free, Wednesday through Saturday. Sunday, it's going to be this mixer with Nana Visitor, Rene Arbigenois, Armin Shimmerman, Aaron Eisenberg, Casey Biggs, Sirach Lofton, Jeffrey Coombs, Terry Farrell, and Max Grodenchak. And that's $189. Which is probably of the two Deep Space Nine meet and greets they're having this year, that's the more affordable option. There is another event happening that's being done in conjunction with the documentary What We Left Behind, and that's going to include James Darren and the same actors that I mentioned, but that's $500. And I believe the information for that is available on the What We Left Behind website. So they are also going to be doing a panel regarding the documentary What We Left Behind, and that is tentatively scheduled for Friday. So they'll also be showing clips and going through clips from the documentary and never-before-seen outtakes from Deep Space Nine. It's going to be interesting. So, a photo op that I, that for sure is happening, and it's only happening on Thursday, will be Chase Masterson as Lita, Max Grodencheck as Rom, and Aaron Eisenberg as Nog. So I guess they're going to be doing their panel in character as well, which is always fun. If you haven't seen Aaron Eisenberg and Max Grodencheck do that, do the do their panel in character it's something to see all right so those are all the official events that are happening through creation as part of the convention now we're going to talk about the unofficial events now these are all events that are happening parallel or in conjunction with stlv and they all are available through the various groups the las vegas uss rio group the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas Convention group. These are events. They're also going to be cosplays as well. So I can announce this, that yes, he has awoken from his slumber, and he's checking his list to see who's been... or... because... That's right, Santagorn will be returning to STLV. And don't be mistaken by other Gorns who may be there as well, because last year there were like six people dressed up as Gorns. It was nuts. I mean, you want to talk about being meta. You got a guy dressed up as the Easter Gorn. True story. And he's at Bobby Clark's table. And then you have this kid who I called Gorn Jr., who is also at Bobby Clark's table. And for the, I regret not taking a picture of that. I know what happened. I saw it. I didn't take a picture of that. That's on me. And they're at Bobby Clark's table, so it got real meta. So Santa Gorn will be here this year with his helpers. Now, we're going to go and we're going to go through all of the events. Now, these are all unofficial events that creation has nothing to do with. Oh, 
You know what? I just remembered something. They will be doing karaoke again this year. Thursday night's going to be Klingon karaoke with J.G. Hertzler and Robert O'Reilly as Martok and Gowron. Friday night will be Enterprise karaoke with Connor Trenier and Dominic Keating. Locations will be announced at the convention. Alright, so now, if you are arriving in Las Vegas early... And by early, I mean you will be arriving Monday night, 30th. There will be a welcome dinner hosted by the Star Trek Las Vegas USS Rio group at the buffet over at the Gold Coast. And that's going to be around starting at 7 p.m. And that's the only event I have for Monday. Tuesday, July 31st, we have several events happening. Now, if you decided that you went for it at the buffet the night before and you want to sort of like work all that extra weight off that you gained, the third annual strip run. What this is, they're going to be doing a 5K down the Las Vegas Strip, or if you don't want to do a 5K, they'll be doing a 1.5-mile walk. You have the option, either one. Um, they'll be meeting at the Rio Lobby at 7 a.m. They're going to Uber over to the Encore, and then run jog to the Mandalay Bay around 10-minute pace, and then Uber back to the Rio if you're doing the 5K. If you're doing the walk, you're going to be starting at the Mirage and then ending at the Aria and then Uber back to the Rio. So information for this will be available. I'm sorry, I misspoke. This event is hosted by Star Trek Las Vegas USS Rio. 9 a.m. will be the welcome breakfast at the Gold Coast at 9 a.m. And then we went er, we discussed earlier what time pre-registration and the vendor's room would be open for each ticket level. At 8 p.m. over at the I-Bar, hosted by the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas group, will be the Newbies and Solo Travelers Meetup. And this is where a lot of people, if this is your first time attending STLV, I highly recommend going to this event because you'll meet other people who who they they either traveling solo or also this is the this is their first year attending and this is a great way to kick off the night because at 9 p.m. over at the Masquerade Bar, the world famous Masquerade Bar will be hosted by the Roddenberry Podcasting Network in conjunction with Treklands 4407 in association with Trek Radio. Bye Bye Robot, TrekMovie.com, and Geek Nation Tours proudly present Hashtag STLV Landing Party 9. What this essentially is, is a big Star Trek quiz. Um, everyone gets in teams. You're not allowed to use any telephonic, mobile, or cellular device that can be, that can be connected to a mobile and or Wi-Fi network. You can't use any of that to answer these questions. And prizes are awarded based on the, the number of questions gotten right. So that is Tuesday. So Wednesday, the convention opens proper. At this time, I personally do not know when the first panels will start. Because that information will not be made available, as I said, until the Tuesday before. What we do know is that on Wednesday, August 1st, we're going to have the TOS Savage Curtain cosplay and photo op. That's going to be happening at 1 p.m. So this event is available through the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas group. Now, the following two events are what I refer to as floating events. By that, I mean they don't, they're going to be occurring throughout the convention. 
They don't have a specific time or place as of yet, but starting at 1 p.m., Cheerfleet will be having their first group meetup, and they will be walking around for probably about maybe an hour, two hours at most a day, doing cheers for various actors in the vendor's room. Okay, this next event, there. okay, so a specific time and place has not been said. It won't be probably until the convention starts. It is a Dr. McKenna cosplay meetup and pictures. Um, for those of you not familiar, Dr. McKenna is played by Michelle Specht on Star Trek Continues. Um, she's become a beloved character by a lot of people. Um, well, you know you're, you're a beloved character when people start cosplaying you. Now, at 8 p.m., at an undisclosed location that will be made, that will be known the day of the, con of the convention, the Tricorder Transmissions will be having their fifth birthday bash, where, and they do encourage you to bring adult beverages if you are inclined to that sort of thing. There will be a whiskey tasting. Um, there will also be Couch Trek, um, which I need to clarify what that is. That isn't watching episodes of Star Trek. Barry DeFord wrote, um, I guess, one-act scenes for his theater class that he teaches, or that he did teach at one point, and people will be able to act those out at the party. There are going to be other events as well. There will be prizes. It's going to go from 8 to 1. It's going to be a great party. I wish I could be there. Um, for those of, I guess... I should say that this now. Um, unfortunately, I will not be attending STLV this year. Um, and I have it's circumstances beyond my control. And I've already spoken to several people about what will and will not be happening this year. So they know what's going on. Um, but yes, I, I, I feel real bad about that, that I will not be attending STLV. So if you survived the whiskey tasting the night before, because it's going to start, she, she drinks a whiskey drink. She drinks a lager drink. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. The following day, August 2nd, Cheerfleet will still be going around. Um, at five, From 5.30 to 6.30, over at the iBar, will be the 2018 Podcast Mixer, where you can meet some of your favorite podcast hosts. And meet some new podcast hosts and end up learning about some new podcasts you didn't know about before. That's from 5.30 to 6.30. This next event will be off campus. By that, I mean it's not going to be held at the Rio. It's going to be held at the Treasure Island. It is the Klingon Feast, which is going to be from 6 to 9. And the ticket for this is $70. And what is included with this, well, let me read the details. Join us for the second annual Klingon Feast presented by Peak Mercedes Productions and hosted by Sci-Fi Life Las Vegas. Guests will enjoy a night filled with food, drinks, burlesque, music, raffle prizes, games, and more. Guests will be greeted by our special co-hosts Trek Dan Ponfar and Miss Georgie at the Real All Suite Hotel and Casino. Guests will be transported by shuttle to Treasure Island Resort and Casino on the Las Vegas Strip. Guests will then be escorted to the feast. All tickets will include transportation to and from the event, dinner, dessert, a burlesque showcase, and one raffle ticket. Additional raffle tickets will be available, available for purchase at the feast. Raffle prizes vary. All guests must be 21 and over will take part in a special Klingon cheers before the feast. All guests must be 18 or older to attend.
Let me say that again. All guests must be 18 or older to attend. Must verify age at check-in. Please bring a valid state-issued ID or passport with your ticket. Cash bar available at event for guests 21 and older. No pets or tribbles allowed. And I guess this should be a good time to remind a lot of our international travelers attending STLV this year, or if this is your first time in the United States at all, the drinking age in the United States is 21. I know in other countries it's 18. But in the United States, it's 21. The minimum age they're going to let anyone into this event is 18. So that will be happening at the Treasure Island. It's $70. It includes transportation to and from the Rio, dinner, dessert, an adult beverage, a burlesque show. It sounds like a lot of fun and a good time will be had by all. Kapla. All right, so if you want to stay at the Rio... At 8 p.m. will be a singles mixer over at the Village Bar by the Kiss Mini Golf. That starts at 8 p.m. Also at 8 p.m. will be the Meet the Trek Movie STLV team at the I-Bar. So your chance to meet some of the people who contribute to trekmovie.com and who are covering STLV. Now, if you survived all of that, the next day is Friday, August 3rd. And what do we have happening August 3rd? Looks like, there we go, I had to scroll to get it. At 10.30 a.m. will be the Cardassian photo op, I'm sorry, the Cardassian cosplay meetup. At 12 noon will be the USS Rio group photo. And the big event that's happening on Friday, at the other room. At the Forum Shop, at Caesar's Palace, will be the Fan Geeks Party. The Fan Sets Party hosted by the Trek Geeks, Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. Coconuts will be optional. So, for the second year in a row, they will be playing the Palace. And if you like pins, and you like Star Trek pins, this is the party to go to. Because they will be giving everyone the official pin for the event. Also, you have a chance to... There'll be raffles to win pins. And there'll probably be a quiz contest to win pins. So that's going to be happening over at the other room at the forum shops at Caesars Palace Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Now, if you were able to survive all of that, we come to Saturday. So at 11 a.m. is going to be the fourth annual Gray and Black Attack photo shoot. So they're going to be releasing the time and location for this at the convention. This is the second off-campus event, unofficial event happening in conjunction with STLV. It's going to be Gaze in Space, The Wrath of Vegas. And this will be happening from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at the Piranha Nightclub. Tickets for this are currently $30. Let me double check that. Yeah, tickets for this are $30. Advanced purchase tickets are $30. At the door, they will be $40. And this, this will include... Let me double check. This will include... A complimentary shuttle to and from the Rio for everyone attending. So if you've never been to a gaze in space um, and you want to go go to one, I would recommend going. It depends what's going to happen because last year everything all happened at the same time. So you had the fan sets party and gaze in space happening at, at different venues at the same time. And people had to choose. and So this year you don't have to choose. You can do Fansets Friday, Saturday, if you choose to, you can do Gaze in Space. 
and they're bringing back Nick Jackie Cock, who um, we did see at WonderCon in Anaheim during the Gaze in Space panel. And when we saw her then, she was dressed up as Counselor Troy, and I guess she's going to be dressed up in a TOS-era outfit. So that's Gaze in Space. Now, if you wish to stay at the Rio... There are a couple of things happening there. Um, for those folks who are going to be doing the Star Trek cruise number three in January, there's going to be a meetup hosted by one of the moderators of the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas group, Jesse Akindo, and that's going to be at 7 p.m. I'm going to say possibly at the I-Bar. It hasn't, doesn't have the location yet. But for people who, want, who are going on the cruise, who want to network and meet up, and start planning out group cosplays, that would be the event for you to go to. Now, Gaze in Space will be happening at the Piranha Nightclub. Tickets 30 pre-sale, 40 at the door, transportation included. If you don't feel like going out Saturday night, the Tricorder Transmissions will be hosting the STLV 2018 Night of Diversity. From 8 p.m. to 12 midnight, and the party room at the Kiss Monster Mini Golf. Now, unfortunately, if you wish to partake of beverages, you're going to have to head out and buy them at the Village Bar, which is located just outside the Kiss Mini Golf. So there's going to be a lot of prizes. Um, there's going to be raffle. They're going to be raffling off several items. Um, this is a free event. As I said, if you if you don't wish to go out Saturday night, and if you're looking for for something to do, you can do Night of Diversity, and you just have to. Oh, then you don't have to worry about getting from back to the Rio. You'll already be in the Rio. You just have to worry about getting back to your room or the Gold Coast. And that's Saturday. And if you survived all of that, we come to the final day of the convention, Sunday, August 5th. So there's going to be a Discovery Day group cosplay. That's going to start at 10 a.m. There's going to be the annual Andorian and Anir Planetary group cosplay. That's going to be at 2 p.m. And the time and location for that says front of lobby. And I'm going to guess that that would mean the front of the convention area lobby. So this is also being hosted by the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas group. So I would recommend contacting them if you have any questions about when and where that'll be happening. Um, so to end the convention Sunday night, um, Creation has brought back the Star Trek Rat Pack. They close out STLV. They've been closing out STLV for several years now. If you haven't seen this, you I do recommend going to it. It's a great show to watch. Now, if you're not interested in that, if that's not your thing, because in all fairness, the minute that event ends, they start, well, they've already started tearing stuff down. And because there's an accounting convention that's there the, literally the next day. So the vendor's room closes at 5 p.m. on Sunday. They kick everybody out because all the vendors got seven hours to pack up all their stuff and get out and then at midnight the new people come in to set up now if you don't want to do the rat pack or if you're looking to pre-game before the rat pack starting at 8 p.m over at the world famous masquerade bar is going to be the celebrate countdown to stlv 2019 what this essentially means is everyone's going to be hanging out at the masquerade you'll actually see people with their luggage going to check out um 
So everybody wants to savor all their time together as long as they can before they have to leave and head back to the real world. So it is something to, to see being there at the masquerade bar at 2, 3 in the morning. And I can make no guarantees this year. I do not know if the Imagination Tour 3.0, the next generation, will be happening. It may be happening. It may not be happening. I don't know. We would have to speak to Lieutenant Schrodinger. That's everything that's happening in conjunction with the convention. Now, for folks who are leaving, who are staying in Vegas a couple of days, there are two more events. We have the Goodbye STLV, It Was Fun, Now Let's Breakfast. That's going to be happening over at the Gold Coast Buffet. That's going to be at 9 a.m. And then, it's been an annual tradition, from my understanding, this has been an annual tradition for as long as they've been doing STLV currently at the Rio, is the Goodbye STLB Cabana Party Pool Party. And everybody hangs out at the pool. It's from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, it's probably too late now because they've rented four cabanas. They've And all the cabanas, everyone's chipped in for use of the cabanas. If you don't have a space, a cabana space to attend the pool party, you are welcome to hang around the cabana and at the pool. That's fine. They're okay with that. And the, that is pretty much STLV 2018 as it stands right now. All right, so that's going to wrap up our STLV 2018 preview show. Um, I'd like to thank you for listening and downloading this episode of the Promenade Podcast. Um, if you do like what you hear, please like and subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or however else you download podcasts. Also, you can follow the podcast in one of many ways. Um, as I said, we're on Facebook, Promenade Podcast. We're on Twitter, at Promenade Pod. We're on Instagram, Promenade Podcast. And you can email us at promenadepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And the next time you'll hear me, we'll be recapping what happened at STLV 2018. Thank you for listening.